Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, ooh la la, it's true la la, John Wayne, that's right, here I am back in Wayne Manor where I reside in the West Wing in the studio of Evil, where I do all of my eviling, of course. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I, of course, am sitting with a nice heaping, uh, hyping, hopping pot of uh, pot of coffee. Uh, well, I haven't drinking almost a pot, but... I have my uh, Drink Coffee Hail Satan mug. Thank you, Chris and Alicia. Shouts out. Uh, full of black, the blackest of coffees. I've been drinking a couple cups already. I also have a nice bubbler full to the peeping piping top. Well, there was. I've taken some hits off of it, but a nice bowl of Grandpappy's Green Medicine there. You know, you know it. You love it. It's the cure-all. It's no snake oil. And uh, and today, whoa, man, I am stepping out there. I, I am enjoying a whole new... Uh, high-end strain of sativa uh, from a new uh, person that I, uh, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, step out there and, and try what other people have to offer. And this was uh, well worth it. So it's uh, this high, high-end sativa that like you, you, I take a couple hits and I'm like, even me, I smoke all the time. I just got this last night. And I'm like, yes, I think that I'm a professor now. Absolutely, class. We shall begin. But uh, so it's great. Um, of course, you know I love that. So welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for for joining me and checking me out. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. If I just met you at a con or a market or something, thank you so much for your support. It is so much appreciated. You have no idea. Thanks for checking out the show. Major shouts out, uh, first of all, up top to all of my Patreon homies, my Patreon peeps, and uh, and members. Thank you guys so, so much. I appreciate it. We've had some new members come in there. Uh, Josh Graves shouts out. Rochelle Rochelle shouts out. Miss Sarah Draws. All y'all, We uh, I love you guys um, and everybody that's been there for the longest time uh, supporting my Patreon since it started. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so much. If you'd like to check out my Patreon, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and check out the tiers that I have available to join and, and the goodies that come with them. But with every single tier, uh, including just the, the $1 beer club for as little as $1 a month, you get access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, which comes out every Wednesday in which I talk to artists of all kinds from around the country and the world. And uh, a lot of them are in my hotel room. Some of them are over Skype. You guys know that, uh, that you've been listening. But I've been having some real humdingers lately up there. So check it out. Um, get on that Patreon, patreon.com slash Dead. Throw your Uncle Johnny a little change there and uh, and get some goodies in, in the process. So uh, we'll talk more about the Awesome Dude podcast later. But so I have, uh, I'm, I'm, as I was talking about last week, you know, this is the longest that I've been home uh, straight for a while, like like as far as like a straight shot of days in a row, um, because I was on these like six day kind of layover, almost it felt like layovers, like come home for six days, leave, come home for six days. Um, and now it's like, uh, you know, more than that, you know, like a, almost a full two weeks that I've been home, uh, I guess maybe 10 days, you know, 12 days, something like that. Um but yeah, so I've been home and I've just been, of course, working uh, on on things. I've been uh, doing a lot of writing on this. You know, I, I mentioned last week, uh, the week before, you know, that I finished my Splatter Western 
And uh, that's all done. I have a title, an official title. I did I did uh, actually announce it on another podcast that I was on, but uh, I, I will say it here. I've settled on a title for my Splatter Western. Uh, I went around and around with it. Nick P. and I spent uh, over an hour probably the other night uh, here just with a legal pad, like putting out keywords. I was saying like, okay, this, this, this. And then we were looking up old uh, Italian... Um, you know spaghetti western titles the ones that are translated that are all kind of weird like uh i set my watch on your ladies behind you know the return of zartaz or you know all these long ass you know things and we're trying to do something like that but then ultimately landed on this the title is all of your dreams will come true when you're dead that's a theme that has been running through my life for uh years now it was a song originally uh, letters to voltron song that we did back uh in the day that it's on the uh, Robot Journey uh, Robot Journey album, which is on Spotify if you want to check it out. But yeah, we have a song called All Your Dreams Will Come True When You're Dead, and those are basically the only words to the song. And uh, we've hid that in a lot of other things, Easter eggs. It's in like some of my, uh, like my one of my old pamphlets from my, you know, that I did for my writing promo and other, other things like that. So I've decided on that. I think it's the perfect, perfect title for this book. And it is, so it is because it is be called, it will be called all of your dreams will come true when you're dead. So that was very cool. But aside from that, I started uh, writing something right after, right after my Western was finished. And I can't remember if I talked a little bit about this last week. Maybe I did, but I've been engrossed in this thing. Like I've been like, it's, it's uh captured me like it's almost like forcing me to sit down and write it like you know ah we got to do it you know not not that i not in that like uh, i'm i'm re- you know resisting like no like what's that would be a story in itself to resisting the story that wants to come out of you because it's like something's gonna happen uh but no that's not it at all it's just like i i have uh when i sit down to to write every day and i'm, I'm writing on this new thing i just am Oh yeah, I just get like I see it. I can visual when I write. I can like almost see things playing across in my head um, when I write. It's hard to explain. I mean, that sounds like a pretty simple like thing, like uh, maybe, but I don't know. Especially when I'm really into like a really in the fucking zone. It's just like I'm seeing these pictures and like that's how this has been writing this uh, work in progress. It started. I it, I had. I didn't really know what I it, like. I didn't have any intention of it being anything when I started it. It just had this idea that I started writing. Actually, when we were in, um, might have been, uh, ooh, ooh, where were, uh, oh, um, uh, Indianapolis. Yes, that's it. When I was in Indianapolis, so trying to remember, like I was in a red roof inn. What was it like? Okay, I I started writing it there, and I just intended it maybe to be like a short story because i am you know putting together this short story collection that i want to put out here uh you know sometime between maybe you know this book and the next book uh put it out so i'm I'm thinking about that and you know of course that's going to have stories that have been you know printed other places um i'm I'm trying to 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 put really you know rare like uh hard to find ones in there not you know not a lot uh, not popular reprints or anything like that so it's going to be pretty fresh but i also am putting new stories in it so that's what i thought this was going to be i'm just going to write this story you know about this uh you know kind of local legend you know that all the kind of kids in their neighborhoods have about the the baddie in the in the neighborhood and all the shit that's gone down with them so i go off on this idea and next thing you know man it's just like growing and growing in my head and as I'm writing it, just I'm writing more and more and pushed way beyond it being just a short story anymore. So um, 
yeah, I'm really into doing that. So I've been, you know, that's what I've been doing um, a lot of since I've been home. Of course, you know, a lot of uh, still um, doing narration. I've got some stuff lined up uh, coming up and I'm trying to knock out my own As Seen on TV, my book As Seen on TV. I started that um, and, and got a good deal uh, through it. And I plan to have it done before I leave again on Wednesday and up- upload it and hopefully it'll get approved soon and be out there. But I'll I'll let you uh, know all about that. But yeah, other than that, drawing a lot. Um, uh, I all of the tarot cards uh, update. Dee, 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 all of them are drawn. Uh, so I don't need to draw anymore. Uh, it's like from the sketches, they're all done. I just have to finish all the digital final versions of the cards that I have left, which is less than twenty. Um, so I am really plugging away at this and putting a dent in it. And I, I, I'm, uh, planning on having that done sooner than later. Uh, I will keep you updated though, of, of course as well. And that on that, uh, on that point, uh, thank you to everyone who, uh, uh, I had a flash sale earlier this week. It's still going on. If you, if you're hearing this the day this comes out, uh, still, it'll still be going on until through Wednesday when I leave on Wednesday night to go on the road. Um, I am uh, my four card set of metal uh, iridescent tarot cards that I I put together from uh, to kind of tease my deck. It's the three of swords, the world, the devil and the seven of cups. Um, uh, And, uh, you know, they're metal and they're signed and numbered. There's 75 sets of them. So they're usually $30, but I I have them on a flash sale for $20 for this week while I'm home. So uh, thank you to everyone that that did grab those. Um, but if you are st- still interested, they're up there, johnwayneisdead.com on the shop page. Uh, right at the top, they're only $20 through Wednesday, and then they go back up to 30 And also, once these are gone, they're gone. I'm not making these anymore. There's, so there's 75 sets. Uh, I've sold through a few, and um, you know we got some left, and uh, we'll see. So check that out. Um, <clears throat> that's another way to help support uh, that, because that money just goes right into my gas tank when I'm driving. So that's awesome. Check that out. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been doing a, a lot. Um, but also, like, this... This like being home for so long, like, and um, it, it's a. Uh, I've been feeling antsy, like this weird kind of pent energy that I'm used to, that I got like in this groove of uh, expelling every uh, on a schedule type of thing, and then like you know the schedule gets kind of sh- shifted, and it's like oh, I'm like super antsy just to be home this weekend without doing any like uh, without being at a con or or a market. I, I just like I had this weird feeling it reminded me it was a, almost the exact same feeling that I used to get when I um, played in band when I was playing in bands uh, years ago when I was, you know, really trying, you know, you're just fucking slugging it out and you're really trying to make a name or, you know, try to make an impression. And my my thing was I always wanted to be booked like, the, I, you know, to always have a schedule of shows coming up, you know, no, no, like. Uh, if we very rarely, very, very rarely did it happen where the band I was, because I was always in charge of the booking for every band I've played in. Um, very rarely would it happen that we would complete a show, uh, like play the last like note for the night and then be like, well, we have nothing on the schedule coming up. Like maybe that happened twice because my anxiety will go off the charts, like not just to not have something coming up. It's like, you gotta, gotta book it, gotta have it. So that helps drive me that like, you know, with booking all these things that, you know, 
booking my my dates now and and my road time and stuff um all that experience has helped me but it's like kind of like that antsy feeling it's not the same because i do have it's not like there's nothing on the calendar my calendar's about to my calendar's full of shit like i'm about to be doubled you know doubled up just working which i i love looking forward to this like these next two two or two and a half months of just intense uh you know road travel and and being at the cons and meeting people and uh getting out there i'm i'm uh stoked and it's like i had i thought you know having the market last week you know uh the thorn and moon market which was awesome and excellent and uh i thought maybe that would kind of carry over to this weekend where uh i'd be like yeah well like i did that i got you know i'm good i'm still good but it while I'm yeah, while it's it was great, it's just like I'm like oh man, I wish I had something else this weekend too. Just even like a little, it's like crack or something. I'm like just give me like a corner, maybe maybe let me stand on the corner and uh, uh, throw books at people. How about that? How about that for five dollars? What do, what do you think about that? I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm just like always. I'm, I'm kind of focused, but yeah, you get pulled out of that and you're on that track, and it's uh, and I guess it's tough to pull yourself out of that sometimes, um, that mindset and and everything. So. Uh, but I'm, you know, been prepared is great. Having time to rest is great. Um, I've been doing all of that stuff. Having time to work on, on things is awesome. Got some new commissions for, uh, artwork and stuff. And, oh, this was cool. Uh, I think I talked about this. I, I, uh, I know this dude, uh, Jason, who's a drummer, um, who lives in Louisiana and we've met, man, we've known each other for a few years now from, from conventions, from meeting each other through conventions and, uh, you know, he's a, he's a badass drummer and we just got to talking at scares at care about, uh, you know, yeah, let's trade, you know, send you some riffs. Let's fucking rip, you know, work on some riffs or whatever. So a lot of time that, you know, when people, musicians and stuff talk about that, which he even mentioned, like, it's just pillow talk, baby. You know, it's, it's like, this happens a lot of people like, oh man, we got to compilate or compilate. What the fuck? <sighs> I'm an idiot. This is good weed. You know, we should work together. We should, uh, you know, put together a project and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, yeah, man, cool, sure. And then, like, you just never even talk about it again. Even when you see each other, like, you're just like, don't bring it up. You bring it up, I swear to God. And they're thinking the same thing. Um, I I hadn't, I didn't want this to be like that and had no intention of it. So I uh, sat down yesterday uh, and... Uh, put together finally I had, I had some time I'm like I'm just doing this before anything else like comes into my mind to to do or something so I sat down and broke out the again I dude I just used my my telecaster my fucking Jim Root telecaster and this pig nose amp and just sat here and just uh put together the the kind of basis for the song idea that I had I played all the riffs I, I did a little uh rhythm backing track to kind of fill it all out and uh and I sent it off so we'll see uh I, I think it's gonna be a cool thing to to work with uh jason just like on this kind of a heavier type of uh you know thing and maybe we can get a few songs together and uh just setting shit back and forth and it will be a cool little project to put out there so i'll keep you posted but that was a lot of fun i of course love to uh you know fl play you know play music and and write and perform music that muscle needs to be flexed uh always and i was watching some music videos too like just on youtube while i'm drawing i'll put on random shit and it was making me uh like like horny to perform i was like oh man dude i wish i had a gig that this weekend i just wanted to like you know i saw the you watch the fucking guys jumping around and playing there and i like to do all that shit when i'm up on on stage so i you know get that feeling in my chest just watching the video like oh, yeah i mean i wish i had a fucking gig you know and i'm like 
semi dancing and shit like you know it's like that it's uh i don't know it's uh i guess i just had all this fucking energy this weekend to to didn't know what to do with um but tonight i definitely will have a nice release i mean uh, i'm going to see uh goat whore with uh the one and only jared barbie of death's head press the boys night out yeah so we're gonna go see some fucking metal tonight and uh i'm sure just uh be wild and that'll be a good energy release i'm not getting in the pit he said he is i've retired from pitting uh from mosh pitting if you will I, i've done it i don't need to prove anything to you or anybody else i will stand on the floor in a comfortable place so i can watch the band play and listen to to the music and possibly sing along and maybe throw a beer at someone if I feel like it. But that's all I'm going to do, okay? Don't even test me. So anyway, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, so um, let's see. I'm trying. I wrote, I wrote down some, some shit, some notes, because I didn't want to lose all my fucking ideas here uh, or what I wanted to talk about. Um, Oh, I was on, uh, I do want to plug this. I was on a, uh, uh, I was a guest on a podcast, another podcast um, called the Front Page Pass podcast. And uh, I had a blast uh, talking to to them on there and check it out. I think my episode comes out in a couple weeks or so. I'll, I'll definitely post about it when it does. But uh, I had a lot of fun uh, talking about writing and, and some music stuff and uh, discipline and all kinds of cool things. It was a pleasure to be on their show. So check, check me out on the front page pass podcast. Uh, when it, when it comes out, I'll let you guys know all about that. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, I think, uh, we'll just move on to our three card tarot reading of the episode. Uh, as you know, or do not know, I do a three card tarot reading on myself before every episode, just, kind of focus my thoughts, uh, get, a, get a reframing of, of things, if you will, and I just uh, write down the things that are on my mind and kind of try to get a fresh perspective through what the cards say. So this week is no exception. I, uh, on my mind, of course, you know, like as I was just talking about, just this angsty, angsty, no, anxiety, kind of anxious, uh, nervous energy, if you will, that's just kind of there, uh, how, like, trying to, uh, you know, I'm making sure I'm focusing that health in a healthy way and not just, you know, like, well, I guess I'll start drinking at 10 a.m. to, you know, calm down. Uh, just that and like refocusing, always staying, you know, uh, just keeping my focus where it needs to be and not being distracted, um, making sure I'm, I'm making the right decisions and the right moves, uh, business you know the whole business thing as well uh, as i'm always trying to get better at and uh i just need to buckle down and and try to put a man my man my old manager hat on which i never even was like really a good numbers manager and try to look at this and figure it out so that these are the things on my mind um and you know just making sure i'm, I'm doing taking the right opportunities clearing some things off my plate which i've been doing and uh not overloading myself so Without uh, further ado, um, we'll get to our cards this week. Okay, so the first card today we got is the Ace of Swords, and this is in the upright position. Um, so, you know, the Aces are always a positive cards regardless of the position, um, and uh, this is no exception. We know that uh, Swords 
represent our intellect, our thoughts, our ideas. So, uh, you know, going into that with this, this is um, this card. When this card comes up, it's saying we we may be on this kind of verge or precipice of of uh, coming to a way of thinking that could like will change our entire view allow us to see like kind of like even move remove like the blinders that we didn't even know we had like that type of thing like this huge realization um or understanding like about something that you've struggled with could will just like in an aha moment come together um you know while while in this kind of uh in this time while this you know card <clears throat> this energy is happening so one thing though that uh struck me about this this card uh when it came up was like um it talks about making sure that we are regularly clearing away the bullshit distractions chatter um mental chatter you know self doubt discouragement any all of the 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 garbage that we fill our heads with um either by our own devices or whatever our own self-loathing or what we allow you know things people say or or express about us to kind of like take root in there and then grow and you know and all of that shit so what this that this is the thing that struck me the most because i i've kind of i had fallen off a little bit on my daily like meditation that i, I do every morning and it was just like being with being on the road a lot and the time my you know having not the time to do things that I do when I'm at home, just kind of got off schedule. And I, I've been back on now for, you know, at least for like two weeks, but I, I think, I mean, I felt it too. Like being away, like I was like, man, I'm, I, I need to put some uh, pri priority behind this because it did, it was helpful clearly because not doing it, there is too much chatter. I am on, uh, you know, oddly unfocused for things, uh, where I'm like laser focused on, on individual things, but maybe like the overall thing over like the overarching, just so that, that really hit me. So I'm like, okay, you know, this is, it's even a re reaffirming of making sure I'm keeping up with that, keeping my mind sharp. And that's important no matter how we meditate, you know, like you don't have to sit down on a pillow and burn incense and, you know, uh, have a mantra and you know, shut your eyes or whatever you can be in, like in any position like meditation you just have to be comfortable you can be laying on your couch you could be sitting in your even if you're sitting in your your uh chair like at work or your desk or whatever it, it can be as simple as you know closing your eyes for 30 seconds and and tuning everything out you know allowing everything to go away and just having something that you focus on that can bring everything back to to one for you and you know like or it can it can be that or it can be sitting or you know down somewhere and doing it for a long extended period of time uh you know 30 minutes an hour whatever it takes it's it's just something that i think is important and uh this is kind of a, a reminder of that uh for me so also you know this is this is talking about having this motivation um for new ideas and and new um uh you know projects and new endeavors um this it's it's we have this energy right now and if we act on it and channel this energy in the right way 
in this moment toward the project that we're on the, you know, the verge of this new idea, then it's going to be successful. There'll be a lot of success behind it. We'll snap our focus back into it. You know, we'll have this motivation and it's, uh, we'll have that energy now to be able to channel in the right, the right way. So, um, as long as we, you know, keep us, our mindset on, you know, success, we'll be able to navigate through this, even though shit will come up and you'll be like, Jesus Christ. It's it really like a, a positive mindset is just something that, you know, may get mocked a lot, but cannot be, I cannot, the importance of it is, uh, cannot be overstated. That's what I want to say. It's, it's extremely important to have a positive mindset. So next card, we get four of cups reversed. Again, we got this last week. This, uh, this is one of my favorite cards. Um, as I've said, <clears throat> before uh it kind of really uh opened my mind and captured my imagination and and really uh i got a, a lot out of it but when it's in this reversed position this is a we're we're withdrawn basically what, whatever it may be like you know there's there's things that it could be you know it may be introspection maybe you're depressed maybe you're trying to reassess your life you're maybe you're just trying to meditate like we just talked about and you need some time away from being with people to do that to reset your mind all any of these things could be reasons to uh withdraw from um people and activities but it's like again i talked about this last week because i know i'm i've definitely done this and i'm trying to figure out how to remedy it where i'm just so into working and do it trying to get my stuff done and and you know doing that i'm not taking a lot of time to to connect with my friends uh here and it's just uh it's just my, that's my, that's on me. So I look at something like this and it's like, you know, if you're doing this, if that's what you need to do, it's super important to stay connected with those people still. Let them know, you know, check in. You don't have to go out to, you know, and have like a fucking two day bender with your, your buddies or anything like that. But just a check in like a 15, Hey man, what's up? I've been, man, I've been, I wish, you know, sorry, I couldn't make it out or I've been meaning to come out, but I've been really working on this and I'm going to get through it and finish it up. And then, you know, it's just that communication because I think otherwise hap what happens is people just think that you're like just checked out of their lives. And that's not what, uh, certainly not what I want to put out there. So this, this just is like, Reaff reaffirming that like I, I may maybe like and I'm I, I try to make these readings as general as possible of course when I say you or whatever I'm talking about myself um, but hopefully it, it this relates um, to you is what I'm trying to say so it, you know this while we're doing this it's a temporary we're not going to be like this forever um, but we need to communicate uh, what we're doing you know, or, or what's going on with us to the people around us and the people that we love so that we don't lose those relationships that are so integral, um, to our lives. You know, it also at times this, when it's like this in the reverse position, it, you could feel an uninspired delusion, disappointed, all those kind of things. Um, and you're usually good about handling those things dead on, like just going for them and just being like, fuck it, I'll do it. But for whatever reason, we're kind of shirking away from those. But we need to like go back like uh if you like see back to the future in the scene where George McFly like at the end he's he's finally he's like dancing you know he finally has got the you know the girl he's dancing with her and uh at the at the dance and the, at the you think he's got it and the redheaded you know uh bully cuts it I'm cutting in McFly and he like sh just kind of shirks away 
You know, like he is like, okay. And he walks away and she's like, George, George. So, you, you know, you, that's what I'm saying. You might feel disillusioned, but, but we've got to get back to that head on thing. Cause like at the very next scene, he comes, or, you know, he comes out from the other side and just punches that dude in the face and, and dances. And that's the way we have to handle those problems. We've done it before. So when they come, we can't just like go, you know, no, we, we know what we got to do. We got to punch the shit in the face. So, um, you know, make sure. So this card just tells me, you know, again, just make sure we're communicating if we're withdrawn for whatever reason, or even just being on the road for me, that still takes me away from every, everything here at, at where I live in H town at Wayne Manor, H town, dirty third, third coast shots out. Um, so yeah, that, that hit me right there. Now the next card we get the high, the hierophant or hierophant. As some people say, um, we got this in the upright position. Now, this is the uh, kind of uh, other side of the high priestess. And we know we get the high priestess. She's kind of showing us uh, or telling us like, hey, listen to your subconscious because I'm pulling back the thing so you can hear it better. Uh, so with this, it, you know, the Hierophant is like kind of even over all, all of it's like a over your all of your spiritual awareness type of thing when he shows up uh you know we need to kind of take the time to look at that part of us like whatever our when you say spiritual i don't mean like god or whatever it can mean whatever it does to you but for some reason that's something we need to pay attention to as well which again relating back to what we've been talking about on the other cards being out of sync getting back in focus you know meditating uh, to bring all that stuff back, you know, your spiritual awareness, you know, it, to me is like even having your in, being back in tune with your intuition and and reconnecting with that. So this is saying like, okay, we got to look at that, we got to be aware of it, um, and you know, this. I mean, there's a lot to this card, but I, I'm trying to tie it into what this is all. Uh, but I am just going to tie it into what basically the reading that I've been doing with these cards. So. This really just speaks to me like to do that, but also either discover now or rediscover what our personal belief system is, our choices, why we're making them, what's our motivation, and learn what, like, find out what our principles, like what we hold dear for ourselves in our life. If we need to learn more about something that we may not understand, you know, go to a, a trusted, you know, expert source on that. But we need to figure out what we believe, redefine if we need to, or just reset what we believe in, what we're doing, where we're going, and get back in sync with that spiritual, that, you know, intuition, that whatever it is that we were on all all in sync with before, but have somehow kind of come apart a little bit so that's that's uh i'm gonna leave it at that that's our reading for this week i got a lot out of that i hope you did as well uh thank you so much for indulging me in that now i mentioned uh the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast which is on my patreon every week and i talk to different people and artists and all kinds of awesome folks out there that i meet on the road and um if you've been listening along, you know I've been playing, you know, segments of the episode that will also come out this week on the Patreon, and so I'm going to do that again today. And I have a, a quite a treat here. This is a, a 
There's a couple of folks that uh, we met in um, Virginia at Scarcity Care, and uh, thanks to the wonderful, uh, awesome, ever amazing, uh, vicious Jane, uh, Janie, and we'll see uh, see you in a couple weeks there. But they had us, uh, you know, told these friends, "Hey, my my friends, Nick and John Wayne, would be there. Why don't you come up and say hi to them? They're cool." And, uh, and and the rest is history. So we got to hang out with uh, Murph and Alan, Murphy Lawless. Uh, and her partner, Alan, all weekend, and they came up to the room to do a podcast with us. Murphy is a uh, burlesque performer, awesome performer, very talented, and we got to talk a lot about that and um, and had some fun with her and Alan all all weekend. So here is a little bit of our uh, our conversation uh, with Murphy and Alan. And that brings us to an interesting topic. Uh... <laughs> now, I was... <laughs> What? I was just going to say something about these dollar bills because, like, God, I was trying to find a picture. Like, earlier I saw a picture from another burlesque act that I know. <laughs> and it involves a stapling machine. Sure. You're looking at yeah. pictures of balls and to find this? And it's no, okay they, if you they, they took pictures of, like, the, the, the dollar bills that are going to go back into circulation. Oh. And they look like uh, they've been through a Quentin Tarantino movie. They're all, like, been, just bloody and bloody. <laughs> I thought they were going to be stepped on and foot pressed. All, well, yeah, it could be that too, but. Jesus, they're going to go back into circulation, and we're in a post, or I guess we're in a still COVID yeah, world. You now. think about where well, your those, so been. those Don't. are ones that went exclusively. Whoa, to there's like because fucking total dick root on the, the movie right now. I have we're, the perfect angle. Where the laptop on this, is, uh, I can't like, see it. Yeah, that's like what block, I've got. It's like blocking the neck. I can see it. Those I can't see right now. That's oh no, I it, it's a nude Harvey Keitel. Yeah, nude Harvey Keitel, and he is a. He could be neuter. This is the R-rated. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, he could be neuter. I forgot what film it is. That is my always my hope is it could. Be yeah, that's a great yeah. one. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, uh, to addendum to your story, if I may, I had to play medic afterwards to help him out, and uh, well, you oh, you had to pull him out. You have to suck the poison out. Yeah, suck the poison. So it was weird. He's a very good friend. Dan Aykroyd was there, and he was like, "Pull out the poison from Caddyshack too." No, I, I wish he were, and it would have been great. But uh, there's a specific removal method for it, and it is the band-aid removal. And it is a flat pull on the dollar, and pull and pop, and out come the staple, clean as a whistle, yep. no, no jaggedness. And of course, uh, for those wondering, if you have, if you're still fucking listening, uh, it is, it is it, good. I hope you're not squeamish. You shouldn't be. Uh, it's no, clean. They're, it's, try, like the, they're, they're, they're trying it right yeah, now. And just, if they don't have a ball sack, they're wishing That just they sounds like well, you, a way but, to you miss. still got lips. But this you sounds like when you use a band, hey, and you're and pushing it in to pull it out. And that's something we should all remember. You still got lips. <laughs> so like it, 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 that was that was uh he was he was like you want to help me out I was like you know what yeah yes I do and it's because you know the, the stage hand in me right? had to do it and I had to fucking yes, go up I to do. him I had to it's like no like, I'm not afraid of balls balls are cool and it was just like, <laughs> I don't like touching balls are cool balls man. that aren't mine I don't think I've ever touched balls that weren't give mine him a, give him a grab sometime. really they're fun anyway. never <laughs> give I him mean, a grab sometimes. <laughs> Seeing how yours are magic. So, uh, <laughs> are you kidding? Those things are fucking Not fascinating. Magic, I don't have them, so I'm just like. <laughs> if you do it right, you External hear the noise that relaxes yeah. you, like and it's, girls, so it's usually it's, it's like, so weird. It, it's like maneuvering boobs for the first time. You're like, okay, this thing is no, fucking weighty as shit. For me, it is. Uh, maneuvering boobs, boobs don't hurt. No. Uh, are you well, fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, well, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna step out of this one. I have slammed my 
titty in a filing cabinet before, and that shit sucks. You did the same thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. That is true. I didn't have to. Yeah. It's a... It, it was it was a fair process, fairly quick and painless. He got to him. keep all the all, all of that, yeah, but, yeah. and he holds on to it until like until that thinking, blood dries. Like I'm yeah. starting to see this in a lot for... more because the freak show element starting to combine more with the burlesque. Like, mm, they're, they're hand in hand, and yeah. it's like you realize how many bloody like bills there are because people are stapling on them onto their bodies for entertainment purposes. And then these bills just end up back in circulation, mixed in with the cocaine bills. And I was going to say, like, there's uh, got to be more cocaine bills than blood bills. And it's like, I remember when I was in, like, middle school, so. getting my first bloody bill. I remember, <laughs> I remember pulling a dollar that I got for lunch money out, and it was, like, really kind of orangish, and it was all, like, you could tell it had been wadded up a lot. And I was like, I think that might be blood. I guess that's normal. And then growing up. So yeah, this more, was back like when so you were in the, growing up, in the you 50s get, and high school. Growing up, you get a job <laughs> in retail, and then you start seeing more bloody bills come through normally. Bloody bills, like, I guess bills. People, how many I guess fucked up shit just happens. You I mean, can't blood, leave the money. Blood, blood, would you rather see how dirty the money is or have to guess how dirty the money is? Because well, everything is fucking it, filthy. It's worth so, money, so I'm not going to question. The older right. you are, the more apt you are to see. Well, it's for, for the old codgers that are listening there, uh, remember folks who actually spray clean their money if they were able to bring it home and hold on to it That's for a what substantial I'm we're in a post-COVID world. Well, and seeing bloody spray, dollar bills. Spray their money? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, that's a thing. People spray your money for breeze. Spray you for bugs. Aren't you scared? Was okay. I supposed to do that? No. I, that's okay. a thing people have been doing. Like, like the older generation used to do that because, like I said. The older generation used the, to spray okay, their okay, money. Okay, let me say this. Yeah, I like clean it. Lysol it. I like yeah, to say right now we're in a, even though we're still. Utica in New York expression or something? It was a guy I used to buy stuff from, but he lived <laughs> in a very old house. It was in the woods and oh shit. Yeah, no. I, yeah, okay, so he just cleaned my money. He hated me. Fuck, god damn it. <laughs> no, I don't I've never heard of that before. No, it's it's a, that, that, but that is a but, thing. Jokes aside, it's like people I know people that were that germaphobic. At the time, before I guess they grew up through polio and other diseases, oh, like polio. like all the crazy things that were going on. At Here's the, time. the thing with the whole COVID: it's like you've either taken it too far, or you're not taking it far well, enough, and it's like go Alex Jones on you. It's the war on cash. No, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're in a we're in a semi post COVID world right now, right? Even though we're having this Delta wave that's going through, it's like the it's Worst like the after, it's ever. like the aftershock or whatever. I, I reckon. I hope there go your affiliates. Sorry, but still, like, <laughs> are you even, quoting Bill Burr right now? <laughs> like, even if, even if you don't like clean your money and do all these crazy things, like, are there things that you handle differently now? Have you been like, I pick up store? less things with my mouth now, like unless yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you, pull, that's, you're take not allowed them out of my sealed club. bag or something. You're not yeah, allowed to strip club. Relax don't for worry. for fucking burlesque. We're talking about whether or not because uh, the amount of things that I have licked on stage and mm. with the idea that it's either going to upset that, someone deeply or be sexy. That's got to be from both. someone you've already um, like checked their vaccination card, right? But see, this is something that we are just starting shows up again from yeah. from yeah, how oh, the shit yeah, show is going. So yeah. as we're discussing that, we're like. So if they lick something, do they have to go get it themselves? Like, how do we feel about that? I think that? it's like a, a lick like I'm just gonna go grab my shit. A lick liaison. Right? I think if you're on stage, people know what you licked. <laughs> exactly. That's not true. <laughs> or at least they should know. I, I'm gonna make sure they know. Well, they should know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, people clean their money. That's a thing, and also uh, a lot of dancers, like you said, and performers. But just seeing people like handle like in 
like services with their bare hands. It's like, oh, oh that's my the... god, this is post COVID. That 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 we're gonna we're all gonna die. Man. It's mostly people like with our hands fucking crusting off, like yeah, yeah, the, the, the fucking uh, judge and nothing but uh, trouble, like, like fucking god like, damn it, just like like, <laughs> like lobster boy, <laughs> just fucking hand sanitizing till their skin is flaking up, like, like uh, here, Dan- <laughs> like fucking Frank Danny DeVito's character in uh, Always Sunny anyway. <laughs> Uh, that aside, um, Nick and I, we know like some uh, prostitutes, but aside from what? those prostitutes, we know some burlesque people <laughs> this yeah. is that we've been working we with. broadcast to like, the Texas court system. Actually, dude, I know how, do you, how did you get to meet Vicious Jane? Oh, well, that's a good story. I should tell that's that. That's not a yeah. segue. Is she yeah. a prostitute? So, that no, was, like, no, she's, she's not a fucking prostitute. That, no. she's, that was a she's weird segue. Aw- no, she's an awesome burlesque performer. No, because he literally just said. That was a hell of a segue. That's what it made it sound like. Look, it was going to be, like, it was a, it was a, a something that you could have just let go. Look, the amount of times that I've heard a comic go, so here's a segue, and then start talking about something new. At least he fucking tried the segue. I tried something. <laughs> You're like talking about prostitutes. She's like, oh, so how do you know Lady or Jane? <laughs> Lady <laughs> Jane. Or Lady Jane. You missed the, the other burlesque, half. The wow. other half was that, but we also know burlesque performers. And I was like, you know what? I do ah, want to know this yeah. fucking story. She's taking it So back. when I um, <laughs> was first starting to do cons, Man, it had to have been, I mean, maybe almost four years ago, three and a half-ish years ago. Um, I was doing Days of the Dead in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the <laughs> and um, I was super excited um, because I had just, I think, done Atlanta first. Like, nice. That was like my second convention to vend at. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to end that sentence. Oh, yeah, in which I vended. Uh, so, um, and this asshole was with me, <clears throat> sharing a table with my buddy, David Barbie, you know, and I'm, and I'm all like, ha ah, ha ah, ha ah, ha, look at me, I'm, I'm like, side, got my books and shit there. <laughs> and, uh, across from us, the table across from us was a, a band, mm-hmm. like some horror rock band. Oh, what were horror? they called? Cause they're broken up now. Oh, uh, oh so we can talk about it. It's not Elzig. Uh, it's uh, the Casket Creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they still... I don't know. Yeah, it's the Casket Creatures. Because yeah, she was there was at Heavy Rebel Seed. Yeah, too. They were, they were, they were. So they still play? or This was pre-COVID, so I'm not... No, I, don't, yeah, yeah, I think there's somebody right, having right. some, like, bare-knuckle bare yeah, boxing. There's, like, a lot of slamming. If you hear the thumps, it's the it's the person we locked in the closet. It's the hallway sex. It's kind of cruel. We're down for its hallway sex. Nobody ever uses Oh, yeah, it's in the brochure. Yeah. You fuck oh. on the iron board, you win a prize. That's why they got mad that I broke into urban the room cowboy. The okay. You get an iron print on your ass. That's the prize. So. Oh, was I talking about branded people and shit the other day? Oh, yeah, we were. We were going to make, a, <laughs> we were gonna make a grilled cheese on that iron. I can't but let me talk about this first. So Jay, <laughs> so we're in Charlotte, uh, Days of the Dead. Right across from us is the this band, the Casket Creatures, has their table. Because I guess they're, they're also playing... Uh, that like I guess the Saturday nights and type of at, at the thing, and uh, I remember like I had my guitar with me. That was one of the first shows I brought my guitar to, and uh, I think it might have been the very first show I ever went to. It was, it was. Yeah. It's a lot of firsts, a lot of first nice. year. So we're there, and I remember thinking like, man, and, like the 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 guys in the band, like uh, I mean, that, some of them 
turned out to be cool, I guess, the ones that I knew. But, like, they you know, they just, like, sat at their table and, like, ate pizza and drank they beer. They played their CD their over and over again. Uh, uh, and it was, was just, like, to, yeah, it was just, oh. like, I guess to more, like, promote no. their show and, like, I have a CD, but that was, that was it. Like, and I, whatever. Free appetizer. I mean, fuck it. No, I'm, like, like, I'm, like, I've been, like, I'm, like, okay, I need to figure out how to get Meanwhile, also Vinny Vincent. Oh, man, that's a whole other thing. Weird curtain maze Vinny Vincent was in that corner of us. Uh, <laughs> guitar player for Kiss for two albums. Oh, I don't know. Uh, one of the, uh, the what third Lick it up generation, whatever. This yeah, I had a maze set up to go get to him, or just no, no, no. He was just like in the corner, but they they blocked him off because like, transitioning so they, is like, no, is that's that not thing? that's not a thing. Um, cut that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> sorry. that band is across from us, Casket Creatures. Nice and. Jane knows them, is friends with them. I think she might have been performing with them that that thing. She might have been dancing, or might have been before yeah. she was dancing, yeah. or I don't, I don't know. She, she knew them in some capacity. Doing cosplay yeah. stuff every day, she and she was, yeah, like she dressed up as something day. different every day. Mm-hmm. I noticed when she was doing the Frankenhooker. Right, yeah, she was excited about Frankenhooker. Like, that's album. fucking awesome. She came down in it. And it was that. That's fucking rad. Yeah, but she, but she kept making the face. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, the, well, you can't not make the fucking like. I know, but it's hurt. like you got to walk around like that. It's gonna hurt after a while. It did shit. stick. Actually, she would stop when she would talk to people. But it's like I said, she was like a stroke victim. <laughs> oh, damn! I, but I mean, that's kind of what the fuck happened. So you know, uh, like, yeah, you get re, remade out of hookers' uh, body parts, and you only got so much muscle control, my dude. The old pick and pull, eh? <laughs> that's a junkyard around here. Where the video with VHS box used to have the sound chip in it. Mm. Yeah, you push it and do want a date. Want a date? Yeah. Got any money? Yeah. Was it like something you had to push, or did it just do it when you walk? You push by? on her boob. Is that what it was? Yeah, you push yeah. on her boob. And that's a very Lloyd Kaufman esque. Uh, that's still a great movie. Oh, it's fantastic! It's it's like on a level beyond any Lloyd Kaufman or. Uh, it is. It's still trauma. It's still trauma films, but like he definitely is it a trauma? Yeah, it's trauma. He signed the paycheck wow, for did, that one. Didn't I always say I I, I hate trauma, but. Yeah. That's actually that's his. there's got to be other exceptions I'm just not aware of. It's you, wait, good. do you hate class of new combined? I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it <laughs> for so living up to like the poster image, but yeah. But isn't that really the majority of what you want from a, a film? Some of those drama you know, movies get really rapey and dark. Sometimes and okay, just, okay, all right, I'll give you that sometimes one. Sometimes you just kind of cut off the Lifetime film once in a while. No, but just think Enjoy about like, Toxic Avenger, how they were able to go from Toxic Avenger to the Toxic Crusaders cartoon. Oh, that's it's a like, swift <laughs> move. I, I was showing my baby right. nephew, he's like five, and I bought him some of these like Super Seven reaction figures from the Toxic Crusaders cartoon. Yeah. Because they look really cool. And I know visually yeah. they'll they'll you know stimulate them. And he's got a bunch of them. And he was like playing with them a lot. So I was like, you know what? There's actually a cartoon about him. It's like the Toxic Crusaders. So I put yeah. on the first episode, and it's pretty much like the animated like Toxic Avenger because the first 15 minutes yeah, it's the cool. origin story again. And it's almost exactly verbatim, except for the girl with the titties in the in the swimming pool. All right, there we go. A little bit of our conversation there with Murphy Lawless and Alan, and we had a great time. If if you want to check out the rest of that conversation, go on over to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, join the Patreon for uh, any amount, even as little as a dollar, get you access to the podcast every week so you can check it out. But uh, do also check out Murphy Lawless, check out uh, her burlesque uh, performances, and um, I hope that you enjoy. Anyway, moving on uh, to our story portion of the day. Now, this, I don't know if this is really a story or more of an anecdote, uh, I guess, but 
I was just like remind, like I had one of those things hit you where you're like, oh, I know I do this. Um, and uh, I had one of those type of things. So without uh, without further ado, uh, I'm going to call this one uh, Dudes and Dangling Cups. So when I was a kid growing up, um, going to middle school and, and part of high school, I rode the bus to school every day. Um, and I know it seems like to me, at least this is my perception that today it seems a lot more parents drive their kids to school or pick them up or have that ability, uh, at least around, at least it seems that way to me. I don't know if you, you know, which I think is great, but you know, that wasn't, uh, as maybe as prevalent back then, or I, I don't know, but I rode the bus, you know, and, and yeah, you had people whose parents could drop them off still, but it just was, didn't seem as, as many and as it is today. Um, but you know, that was just how it was. I rode the bus. Um, and then I've talked about this on an older episode, you know, about getting my first truck and, and in that, you know, kind of interim leading up to that, like this year of figuring out how I was going to get a car and what I was going to do. And, um, I, uh, I guess, or several month period, something like that. But in all of this, I am riding the bus until a friend of mine changes all that for me. Now, I've told, uh, if you go back and listen to the episode about uh, where I uh, talk about taping cars, um, that was uh, the buddy that I was with then is also uh, the guy in the story. So he, you know, he lived very close to me. Uh, in the neighborhood, and I would drive, uh, ride my bike over there, and you know, he, I think I've said, like they were a huge basketball family, just play basketball all the time. Everything's basketball. They play on the basketball teams. It was, uh, it was awesome. And um, and so this is my buddy Ryan, and he was like, hey, well, my dad takes me to school. We can just start picking you up on our way and drop you off uh, with you know with me. And I was like, oh, really? Like that's cool. Your dad won't care. And like, like no, man, no, he's cool. And I'm like, okay, um, no, that's that's cool with me. And at this point, like, I'm pretty sure maybe I'd met the, their dad in passing. All I knew is that uh, he was a Texas Ranger, which is like one of the big, like a big bad, the biggest of the baddest law enforcement. Like, like when when you really fuck up, and they say, "Well, the Texas Rangers uh, descended upon," like you know that you you got like you fucked up when the Texas Rangers come and get you, basically. So he's a I know he's a Texas Ranger and I'm like, all right. So, um, the first day that they pick me up and, and, uh, it, you know, he's like, all right, be out there. And I'm all ready. I don't want to be late. I'm standing out in my driveway and, um, come up drives like this truck. And it's, um, it's an old, like, a I want to say like late, I mean, early eighties, maybe mid eighties, um, single cab, like Chevy, uh, may, or maybe a Ford, like that old truck. Like they all kind of looked the same around then. Just single cab, bench seat. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. And so I get in there and it's like Ryan, me, his dad's driving and his dad's name was Dave. And this guy, like, if you have any idea in your head of what you think like a cop looks like or uh, especially like a, a Texas Ranger would look like, just throw that away because this was not that this is like this dude skinny guy not like super skinny but like you know skinny like in good shape fucking you know uh mussy hair you know mustache and shit which that's cop like i guess 
But he talked, he was like, dude, what's up, bro? Like he talked like he was a surfer guy from like California or something. I picked up saying the word dude from hanging out with that family for like a summer. You know, it was like every other word he said was dude. He was always smiling uh, and it was awesome. This truck, and this is one of those trucks, you know, like that just come, I think that when you bought these trucks back in the day, new, they came retrofitted or, or whatever with uh stale cigarette smoke smell that they install into it in some way. Like cause all, every single one of those trucks that I've been in uh, from that kind of era smells like cigarette smoke, regardless of if, if the people are smoking in it or whatever, it just smells that way. Um, and that's how this smelled. And I don't think he smoked or at least he's not in the car with us, but I liked that smell, you know, that reminded me of my uh, more earlier childhood. But another thing, this also was a, um, a manual transmission so this was just like this really long uh gear shift uh you know gear shifter that just came right up from the floor there was no other you know housing or anything just a stick up out of the floor so it's a standard and he's the the thing that like you know all of this dude what's up bro i'm like i sit down and all of this you know came this whole story came to my memory because of this one thing he was doing he had a, 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 a coffee cup, like a mug of coffee, like a glass, like a, you know, your ceramic mug that you would get up in the morning and get out of your cabinet and, and drink. And that's what he was drinking coffee out of. And it, and he was just holding it with this one hand at an angle and, and, and driving and shifting gears and doing the clutch and, and the steering wheel and everything with all with one hand, always holding this mug of coffee. And I would just with like in wonderment, watch, this coffee just like oh barely slosh to the top and go oh it's gonna go no and he just it was it was astounding it was amazing that coffee never spilled and he was just holding it it was like he knew the exact angle to always hold his coffee at to never have a drop of it spill and this was every day that he picked every day was like this and i found myself like I was going to I found myself like a few weeks ago I you know when I went to the gym I sometimes I'll get up and be ready to go and I'll have like a a full full or mug of coffee and I don't want to let it go to waste but I want to drink it quick so I just was like fucking I'm gonna take this with me in the mug like this no travel thing and uh I I drove like that to the to the gym and I, I like that memory hit me and I was like oh shit Dave used to do this all the time man this is rad and then I was like man you know what this is how I'm always gonna travel with coffee fuck your travel mug bullshit you know you I gotta have a little thing in my hand and a, a lid you don't even know shit dude Dave didn't need any of that stuff and uh and now neither do I so yeah when I go to the gym every every morning that I go I take just a mug of coffee with me and drink it uh, you know, on the way. And I, you know, my car, I don't have a standard anymore, unfortunately, you know, so it's a lot easier to drive with one hand. Uh, but you know, God damn it. If I can't, I'm enjoying my coffee, you know, I'm drinking this coffee on the way to the gym and I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty badass about it. I, I don't think, uh, you know, it was, it also hit me that those one of those aha moments, if you will, where you're like, do we really need travel mugs do i mean do is this something we need do i need this i definitely don't you know it's like oh we're, there you go it's like do i need pants really 
do I need them? You know, one of those kind of things. But, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it was kind of like an old school reach reach around, if you will, <laughs> where I looked back and I was like, hey, man, that was good enough for him. And Dave fucking didn't spill a drop and he was a bad motherfucker. Uh, I'm not going to either. So, yeah, so we did that the whole year, like, of school, um, and it it was it was amazing. And like I said, you know, and I also, I would play basketball at their house, and Dave would come out and play with us, and it was, dude, dude, bro, dude, 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 all dudes all the time, just dudin', dudin' it up. And then I think, like, the most juxtaposition, like, uh, odd thing was to see, like, some big shit case went down or whatever where you know, the, the Rangers came down so they did some kind of thing and it was in the paper and it had like Dave in the paper, like all like, you know, hero saves or whatever, you know, Texas Rangers bust. And, you know, you look at that and I'm like, this is a guy that calls me dude 14 times in one sentence and, and drives with one hand in this, you know, uh, pickup truck that seems to be held together by cigarette smoke and, uh, never spills a drop of coffee. And that is, uh, pretty awesome so yeah I, I just i was thinking about this that this week as i was drinking my coffee in the way of the gym i don't ever uh, i don't really know what happened to him or what's what's going on with that but i know he was a good dude then and uh i i think i learned a lot about driving and coffee um and dude the word dude <laughs> All right, dudes, there you go. Like I said, just a little anecdote, uh, you know, one of those kind of things you kind of think about uh, when the thing, when the thing, I, I said thing like 40 times there, when a memory just hits you and you kind of go down the uh, lane of it and, and uh, muse upon it, and that's what I did, and I thought that was that was kind of fun. So thank you guys for joining me again uh, this week. If you're new to the show, I appreciate you checking it out. Uh, you can go to johnwayneisdead.com for everything I do. My show's page is updated. Like I said, I'm about to hit the road next week and, and I have a lot of dates coming up. So check them out. If I'm coming to your city and you're going to the show, uh, hit me up. Let's have a beer at the, at the booth. Let's chat. Let's, uh, let's party. And, uh, also while at johnwaysdead.com, you can go to the shop page and get all my books and, and records and, and t-shirts and stickers, all that good stuff. And of course I'll sign them and send you a little extra goodies, but all of my books are also on Amazon and Kindle and anywhere that you can get books. And I sure do appreciate the support uh, of any, any kind. And also if you're, if you do audio books out there, don't forget, look me up on audible. I've been narrating a lot of books out there so you can hear my, uh, my voice and all my stupid character things, you know, that, uh, um, are on there. So check that out as well. And, um, yeah, follow me at John Wayne is dead on all social media. And don't forget to go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. If you're going to throw a couple bucks at your uncle Johnny, help him out out there on the road and listen to that podcast every week as well. So, uh, as I head off into the uh, wild blue yonder for a few weeks, thank you all. Uh, I will be checking in on the road, of course, and I will be, uh, drinking mugs with no lids and um, one-handed across the country. Thank you. <laughs>